Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. We're recording this on Tuesday, May 28th at 9 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. With all the attention from investors on the U.S.-China trade talks, many failed to acknowledge the significance of several negative economic data points last week. First, core durable goods orders were much weaker than expected, coming in at negative 0.9%, with a big downward revision to the prior month as well. Capital spending also disappointed, leading our economists to reduce their second quarter U.S. GDP forecast to just 0.6% growth, the weakest since the fourth quarter of 2015 and the last time we had an earnings recession. Finally, both the manufacturing and services components of the Market Purchasing Managers Index were much weaker than expected, and these are leading indicators. This slowdown on capital spending doesn't surprise me given the boom last year. In fact, it's right in line with our call for 2019 to be a year of payback due to the excesses on capital spending and inventory build last year, the definition of an economic cycle. I bring this up because many investors seem to think the recent slowdown has to do with the re-escalation of U.S.-China trade tensions. But all the data points I just mentioned were for the month of April, which reflects economic activity before the trade tensions picked up in early May. In other words, things were already slowing before the re-escalation of the trade tensions. Such re-escalation will only make it worse. I've been vocal about the likelihood of U.S. earnings and the economic cycle disappointing this year. More specifically, that the second half recovery many companies have promised and investors are expecting would likely not materialize. On that score, leading companies in the semiconductor and industrial industries are starting to acknowledge this reality. In these cases, the re-escalating trade tensions may be impacting their views, which means the economic data could get worse in the event U.S. and China negotiators can't come to an agreement on a deal relatively soon. The good news is that markets aren't completely naive to the idea of slowing growth. All year, defensive and high-quality stocks have been leading the performance of the broader indices, some of which have made new all-time highs. It also explains why the S&P 500 is outperforming the riskier international markets again this year. And finally, 10-year treasuries and other government bonds are making new highs every week, as investors seem to be hunkering down for slower growth even before the re-escalation of trade tensions began. In other words, if you listen to what the markets have really been saying this year, they seem to be in agreement with our view for growth to disappoint. Therefore, we continue to recommend investors remain defensively positioned within their equity portfolios with overweights in areas like utilities, REITs, and consumer staples. High-quality growth stocks also continue to do well, but you need to be more selective now because if growth slows further, many of these stocks could disappoint on earnings. We suspect some technology stocks could be particularly vulnerable given the new evidence of a slowdown in capital spending and their high valuations, which do not reflect this risk. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for our latest thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.